Today is Friday, July 15th, 2022, and welcome to Good News Friday. Trump reveals he has made his decision for a run in 2024. Lauren Boebert moves to repeal gun control laws, and Joe Manchin saves America again. My name is Benny Johnson, and welcome to The Benny Show. It is inevitable. You cannot stop the immovable force. It is here, and you are powerless to stop it. Many times on this show, I have told you that we are in close contact with people in Donald Trump's orbit. We do a lot of phone calls. We have a lot of conversations, and you can timestamp this video. Donald Trump will be running for president in 2024, and he will clean house. He's going to clear out the entire cavalry of people that may try and run against him. There's going to be this pathetic, never Trump, like Liz Cheney, Mitt Romney, unity, sobbing, weepy ticket with like little Adam Kinzinger, you know, with a with a so- cry bucket around his neck standing there. There's going to be like uh, Christy Noem, who's putting uh, ads out in primary states, maybe in a, uh, uh, maybe in a vie to get the Vice President's nod. Who knows? Who knows? Mike Pence may be running, but it doesn't matter because Donald Trump is going to clean house. Donald Trump is running and he's going to be the nominee in 2024. You may not like it, may not be what you choose. Depends. Depends. But it's happening. It is inevitable. I am inevitable. That's what Donald Trump is saying in a recent report. How do we know it? more today than we did yesterday? Well, because of a intelligentsier article here from the New York Magazine. New York Magazine spent the day with Donald Trump in his bedminster Trump golf course, and Donald Trump said this, I am going to run. That's what Trump told Olivia Nuzzi of the intelligentsier, which is a subsection of New York Magazine. Well, Here is the exact phrasing. In my own mind, Trump said, I've already made the decision. So nothing factors in anymore. In my own mind, I've already made the decision. Trump said, I would say my big decision is whether to go before or after. You understand what that means? He said to the New York Magazine, he says, this means the midterms, right? The reporter responds. And so this back and forth goes with Trump. Do I go before or after? That will be my big decision. I just think there are certain assets to before, let people know. So this is Trump opining whether he's going to announce his presidential run before or after the midterms, which happened in I, three months from now, right? We're in the middle of July. So August, September, October, and then the first week of November, there's your midterms. Three months. It's three months. Donald Trump talking openly with New York Magazine about whether he fe- he's whether he's going to announce before the midterms or after the midterms. Let people know, I think a lot of people would not even run if I did that. If you look at the polls, they don't even register. Most of these people, I think that you would actually have a backlash against them if they ran. People want me to run, he continued. Look, Trump says, I feel very confident that if I run, I will win. The interview was published yesterday and... The Washington Post reported almost immediately that Trump is looking at September for his announcement. So that would be a full 60 days before the midterm elections. So Donald Trump saying that he feels very confident that he would win if he decides 
to run. The decision's already been made, according to Trump, in this report. And our one item that we would ask the president, okay? President Trump, we know some people from your team do watch this show. We're in contact with them. We have a lot of close friends in your administration and in the Trump orbit. We are fans of 45, and we are fans of the MAGA movement. Obviously, we are a standard bearer for America first. Here's our unsolicited advice. Stop talking to the corporate press. The legacy media is a cancer, and they hate you. So this is the closest Donald Trump has been in print to saying that he's going to run. I'm looking at the article right now. How does the article begin? It doesn't begin with the lead in, in, in Newspeak. The lead is the piece of information that is very important, which is Donald Trump saying, hey, I've already decided to run. And I'm gonna right now, my decision is whether it's going to be before or after the midterm election, which, according to our sources inside the Trump universe, is exactly correct. That's, this is the big debate right now. We've talked to a lot of people. We have a lot of close friends. And they're just like, dude, Trump's running. And what he's deciding is when he's going to announce. And there's a lot of moving pieces there. But when is Trump going to announce? Is he going to let the Republicans mow through the midterms and then announce afterwards? Or is he going to announce before the midterms? That's the question. Instead of leading your article with that, which is what a normal reporter would do, Olivia Nuzzi who is the same reporter that broke into Corey Lewandowski's house. You might remember, Olivia Nuzzi like, broke into Corey Lewandowski's house. Corey Lewandowski is a, a former Trump campaign flack. This reporter is a visceral, frothing at the mouth, anti-Trump sociopath. These people have their brains broke. These people aren't real people. They are absolutely and completely hysterical. And they will use the news that you give them to bash you. So I'm looking at the article right now at New York Magazine. Here's how the article starts. It doesn't start with Trump announcing he's running for president, which you got. You got the goods here. You spent the day with Trump. You had access to Trump. Trump team said, yes, come on in. Here's how the article starts. Donald Trump was impeached twice, lost the 2020 election by 7,552,770 votes is entangled in investigations of federal prosecutors, capital insurrection, mishandling of classified documents, interference in the election, and District of Columbia Attorney General, financial fraud, presidential inauguration, Manhattan District Attorney General, financial fraud, Trump Organization, New York State Attorney General, financial fraud, Trump Organization, Donald Trump, West Manchester County, Attorney, Toronto, Toronto, Cedar, Fulton County, Georgia. I didn't even get through it. I can't, I can't finish it. They start off with 200 words, ripping Trump's to shreds, tearing the man asunder. Please, I'm begging you. I'm begging you, Donald Trump. Give this interview to Tim Pool. Give this interview to Charlie Kirk. Give this interview to I don't know, Ben Shapiro. Give the interview to Tucker Carlson. Give this interview to Steve Bannon on War Room. Give this interview to Milo Yiannopoulos for all I care. Give this interview to Breitbart or anyone else who has been doing the gateway pundit. Give it to Midnight Rider, Carly Bonet on Telegram. Give it to anyone, grand old memes. Give it to grand old memes, anybody. Alex Stein, go on MT, MTG's show. Anyone but these people. If I would criticize the uh, nature 
of the media and press with Donald Trump, it is merely this. It is that you are still so attracted to the dimming, cancerous, flickering lights of legacy media, and you mustn't be. You can starve and deprive them of what they seek, which is clicks and link clicks and relevance by just not speaking to them. Don't talk to them. Go talk to the friendlies because our ecosystem is gigantic and powerful and gaining on them by every single day. It is bigger and more effective every single day. This is just me taking a moment to say thank you to our audience. If you're watching right now, God bless you. We love you. We're building a community here. There's thousands and thousands of people watching this show right now live. And that's going to be tens of thousands soon. And then it's going to make hundreds of thousands. And then we're going to have a community that's bigger than CNN. And then we're going to rival CNN. It's going to be awesome. And that's how you build a new infrastructure. You start from the ground up. And Mr. President, please do not give the corporate press who revile you, who seethe at you, the, the type of flame that they need, the juice that they need to keep going. Let's make sure that they just wither away and die. Metaphorically, we want them to be finished. They are corrupt, contemptible. The American people don't trust the New York Magazine. Stop giving them interviews. Welcome to the month of July, or as we call it on this show, MAGA month. This is a month where we celebrate America and our founding, the 4th of July, fireworks, grilling, drinking beer, and you know what's another amazing American tradition? Gold. That's right. America used to have a currency that was backed by gold. That's what prevented out-of-control inflation back in the day. Did you know that George Washington actually held an enormous amount of gold personally in order to ensure his investments. Be as smart as George Washington and invest in something with physical value. I'm talking physical gold for my friends at Birch Gold. Text Benny to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying and protecting your savings with precious metals from Birch. I did this and my family got in the mail. Physical gold and silver delivered securely to our home and now it's in our bank account and we've never felt more secure and it's all because of my friends at the a plus rating with the better business bureau five star reviews thousands of satisfied customers birch gold text benny to 989898 to go gold be as smart as a founding father ladies and gentlemen birch gold and if i may a plug please like this show please share this show we ain't ever going to ask you to open up your pocketbooks. We just love the viewership. We're not, we know it's hard times for lots of people. We know gas prices have gone insane. We know people's 401ks have gone bananas. On this show, we're going to be giving like Joe, Joe Biden inflation raises, which what might make me feel good as a boss, but it doesn't actually make me feel that good because all I'm doing is matching inflation. It's like not even really a raise. It sucks. People are hurting right now, and we understand that. So all we ask is that you keep tuning in. Share this show. Like this show. Click the little bell on uh, YouTube. Watching on Rumble helps us out. It's so awesome, this community. We're live streaming on Twitter and Facebook, Rumble, and YouTube. We're putting your comments up on screen, and there's going to be a lot more of that. Wait till you see what we have planned. Baby, you ain't seen nothing yet. It's all because of you. 
It's all because of you. We keep going because of you. Sam Cam, the Sam Cam is a new feature. You can see Sam. Sam, we got the Sam Cam. We got the Sam Cam ready to go. Sam giving you the deuces. Studio Sam ready to rock. You can see what's coming up. Previews in the show. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's because of you and we say thank you. And to our president, to Donald Trump, we just beg you, please come on The Benny Show and talk to us. Talk to these thousands of patriots that are, ta- that are watching right now that want to hear from you. Come on and tell our audience that you're running for president. Do it. We welcome anytime. We actually have a standing invitation. And mark my words, ladies and gentlemen, we will bring Donald Trump onto this program. We are we already got this in the works. We already we already working on that. We got you. We got you. Okay. And much more to come. So Donald Trump has announced effectively that he's running for president in New York magazine. And he says on his way to that interview in Bedminster, New Jersey, at his golf course, on his way in to do this interview, there's a clip of some some uh you know, some homie. Some some greaseball, some dude from New Jersey is standing there on the wall being like, Donald Trump, we love you. We got to have you back. And Donald Trump is saying this. Check it out. Mr. President, Mr. President, we love you. Don, we love you. We love you. We absolutely love you. We need you to run. Save our country. Save our country. Mr. President, Mr. President, we love you. Donald Trump saying, you'll be happy. Hey, you'll be happy. You'll be happy, Trump says. That's what he says walking in to do this interview where he effectively tells the New York Times, the New Yorker magazine that he is running. That he is running. He says this in the article. At a rally in Alaska on Saturday, he told me by phone his fans were adoring more love in his words than I've ever had before. His voice was humming with excitement. He was still in awe. After all this time, after so many rallies, so many crowds, so many winding speeches, lock her up, USA, build the wall. The familiar sounds of Tiny Dancer and memory from cats and you can't always get what you want and YMCA and the goofy little dance that Donald Trump does, the fervor that it built up to an attack on the Capitol and the democratic process of the Republic itself, the novelty has not faded. You see what they do there? You see what they do there? That was like a nice paragraph. That was a nice rambly-ass paragraph here in this article from Olivia Nuzzi. And it is, again, the person who broke into Corey Lewandowski's house. These are how, like, brain broke these people are. It was a really nice, like, vibe. And if you watch these Trump rallies now, you'll see that Donald Trump like has that 2016 energy back. He's vibing, he's dancing, he's packing arenas once again. The energy is back. Donald Trump sitting there uh, talking about how he's still in awe. It's still beautiful because he's still enjoying it. Even after now, it's been 2014, 2015, Donald Trump announces he's running for president. So you're talking six, seven years, Donald Trump doing these rallies. He's still in awe from his support from you, from us, from this community, but they can't help themselves. They can't help themselves. They have to, they have to like, they have to sneak it in there. The attack on the Capitol and the democratic process. They would never write that. You would never write it. You would never write that 
uh, of a lib. You wouldn't do it. If you were writing a puff piece on Joe Biden, you'd never say Joe Biden hitting the campaign trail in spite of the fact that his son Hunter keeps filming his crack, the crack that he's smoking, the crack of his ass, his hookers, in spite of the fact that his entire family's going to prison and he may or may not have saved his father as pedo Peter in his phone. And the fact that Hunter Biden has on record uh, calling the first lady these words that we are not allowed to say on this broadcast. You would never write those, right? This is why you don't go to corporate media because corporate media would never write about Democrats the way that they write about Republicans. You can't write in a corporate media, you can't write a single positive line about any Republican without putting in some vicious barb. Believe me, I deal with this all day. Charlie Kirk deals with this all day. Turning Point USA deals with this all day. If they're going to write something about your boy Benny, it's going to be like Benny Johnson, plus he sucks. They're going to find something. It's always some little thing. They'll get, they, they, they can't, they're, they're incapacitated to write a nice thing about a Republican. It's not possible. It's illegal to write a nice thing about a conservative or a Republican. It's illegal. So stop. Deprive them of oxygen. Deprive them of what they need to keep going, which is access. And that is the goal here. That is the goal. Donald Trump, you heard on this show, has made the announcement that he's fixing up his plane and that Trump Force One will be hitting the ground again. This is important because Donald Trump campaigned on Trump Force One, and this is the plane that brought him to Ohio and Iowa and Michigan and Wisconsin and was able to defeat Hillary Clinton in those states. It's happening. And in case you needed further confirmation, Donald Trump on Truth Social saying, hey, Trump 2024, bet on it. That's what Donald Trump has posted on Truth over the article uh, uh, he posted the article that we are speaking about, uh, uh, as it pertains to the write-up in New York magazine. This is a write-up in American greatness, but it's a write-up in, uh, of his interview he gave to New York magazine, Trump 2024 bet on it. Okay. So Donald Trump is back. Donald Trump is dancing. Donald Trump is jiving and vibing and ready to go. He's bringing back the signature dance. And the reason why Donald Trump is dancing, Sam, do we have a clip of Trump dancing? Yeah, baby. Okay. The reason Donald Trump is this happy, the reason he's this happy, the reason Trump is doing these moves is because Trump is looking at recent polling. Recent polling is showing that Donald Trump, in spite of not just the kitchen sink, they threw the entire damn neighborhood at Donald Trump, every sink in the kitchen. They threw the garages, they threw the lawn ornaments at Donald Trump. They've thrown everything they can at Trump and still dancing because of this. Donald Trump has recent polling showing that he is defeating Joe Biden. Not by a lot, but right now, if the election were held today, according to the Harris poll, Trump is up 43-40. According to the Emerson poll, Trump is up 44-39. Trump is also leading the Real Clear Politics average by 1.7%. I have Real Clear Politics up on my computer right now. Job approval for Joe Biden job approval for Donald Trump, Donald Trump at his very worst. So this is me cherry picking Donald Trump's very worst date. Very, very worst has a real clear politics split of negative 15. Okay. So this is in the height of COVID. This is the height of COVID Donald Trump 
plus 15 disapproval, 4156. This is the height of COVID. This is the George Floyd COVID, like leading up to January 6th, like level, like Donald Trump worst polling, according to Real Clear Politics. Here's Joe Biden right now, today, right now, today, at a plus 17, nearly a plus 18 disapproval, 3856. Joe Biden is more unpopular today than Joe Biden on his very, very worst day in office. And it continues. This according to Yahoo News. Biden disapproval hits new high as more Americans say they will vote for Trump. As inflation keeps rising and recession fears loom, a new Yahoo YouGov poll shows that Joe Biden is currently in the worst shape of his presidency. Survey of 1,500 adults, which was conducted on June 10th through 13th, found that if another presidential election was held today, more registered voters would cast ballots for Trump, 44%, than Biden, 42%, even though the House January 6th committee spent the last week linking Trump to seditious conspiracy. Since Trump took office, sorry, correction, since Biden took office, no previous YouGov poll had showed him trailing Trump. One year ago, Biden led Trump by nine Trump's sorry, Biden's job approval rating has been atrophying for much of the last year. The new survey shows he is weaker than ever before. A full 56% of Americans now disapprove of the president's job performance. Now moving on to the next one, Newsweek. Joe Biden's approval rating is worse than Trump's at this stage of his presidency. Biden's approval rating 39% uh, as of June 30th, according to an analysis poll of 538. Trump's approval rating on July 1st, 2018 was 41%. So Trump is clobbering Joe Biden in the approval, disapproval, and a Nevada poll, all important swing state of Nevada, Arizona. Swing states are like Wisconsin, Michigan. Ohio's not even a swing state anymore. Iowa's not even a swing state anymore. But in Nevada, a poll shows that Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis would beat Joe Biden handily beat Joe Biden like a piñata. And piñatas, of course, used by the tacos of Jill Biden. This is devastating for Joe Biden. It's devastating for Democrats who must have a win in 2022 and 2024 to even keep their party alive. Their party is completely dead. And according to this poll, Trump and DeSantis, either one will beat Joe Biden. Ron DeSantis, we have from the highest possible authority. I don't know if things have changed, but based on our recent inquiries, the highest possible authority, Ron DeSantis refuses to run against Donald Trump. Donald Trump throws his hat in the ring, which he will. Ron DeSantis refuses to run. Ron DeSantis is 43 years old. Ron DeSantis is young. Do you think Ron DeSantis would be best for America in 2024? Let me know in the comments. Do you think Donald Trump would be best as the revenge tour? A Trump DeSantis ticket, perhaps? Who knows? But Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis will not run against each other. This I have on very good authority. All right, so that's the big story today. Trump has announced. Now, what will Donald Trump, let's say he wins and he comes roaring back into office. What will Donald Trump have at his back? Well, he will finally have loyal Republicans. And those loyal Republicans are making moves against the rhino establishment right now. Lauren Boebert introducing a bill to completely repeal the Corn and Biden gun control law. Hoo hoo yeah. Colorado, stand up and represent. Lauren Boebert said this on our show, and she is making 
good on it. Rep. Lauren Boebert, according to Breitbart, has introduced a bill that would completely repeal the gun control legislation passed by Joe Biden and signed into law after Senator John Cornyn and other establishment Republicans championed it through Congress. Breitbart News has learned exclusively. Not true, Breitbart News. She actually broke that on our show, but that's okay. We like Breitbart. Congresswoman Boebert joined the Benny Show last month. Ah, they did put us in this. They did put us in the write-up. Ah, the power of you, ladies and gentlemen, the power of this audience. Congresswoman Boebert joined the Benny Show last month to reveal that she planned to reveal a law that would defund red flag laws and take back the majority and restore Second Amendment rights. We have that clip. Take it away. Uh, there, there is legislation, but most importantly, when it comes to these red flag laws, um, we will file to repeal this legislation. Um, and we will fight as long as it takes to make sure that that gets all the way through. We don't know if we'll have the Senate. Gosh, we certainly don't have the Senate now with, with the Republicans that are caving. Um, but we don't know what's going to look like, what the Senate is going to look like. And we don't know what's happening in that fake White House set. Um, and, and I doubt that Joe Biden uh, will go back to 1985 Joe Biden and say gun control doesn't really work. Bad guys are still going to do bad things. Uh, he's forgotten um, what he did this morning. Of, of course, he's <laughs> forgotten what he did in 1985. Uh, but Benny, I think the most important thing that we can do in the House of Representatives in the majority is defund these red flag laws. And that's exactly what we'll do in the appropriations process. Lauren Boebert making good and the news was broken on this show first. Another huge hat tip to this audience. God bless all of you. Should the GOP retake the House this year, expect an effort to repeal the law next year in that chamber and this bill will work as a framework for it? Likewise, in the Senate, where even though many Republicans did vote for this, this year, uh, several are exiting their role. So the senators that voted for this, a lot of them are leaving office. And they don't want to have a showdown with Senate leadership. This was a very unpopular bill with the base. And Lauren Boebert is making her voice heard. Boebert has been a strong supporter of the Second Amendment. Ladies and gentlemen, who can forget this throwback ad of Lauren Boebert carrying her Glock to Congress? Straight smoke, total heat, pure fire, Lauren Boebert. Give him that smoke. I'm Lauren Boebert, and I approve this message. Hi, I'm Lauren. I'm a newly elected congresswoman from Colorado. Even though I now work in one of the most liberal cities in America, I refuse to give up my rights, especially my Second Amendment rights. will carry my firearm in D.C. and in Congress. This caused outrage from Democrats in the media. Why? It's our job in Congress to defend your rights, including your Second Amendment. And that's exactly what I'm here to do. Hell yeah. And she made good on that. How often do you get a member of Congress who's straight up like, I'm going to do this badass thing. And then they go on and do it. How often does that happen? I'm going to do this super based thing. I'm going to go based galaxy brain and you're going to love it. And then they actually follow through. Republicans just lie and abuse their base day and night. They did it through the Tea Party era. They did it through repealing Obamacare. It's nothing but pablum. 
piss and vinegar. The Republican Party, they lie to us. We are like an abused spouse. The base by that, I mean, an abused spouse. You get your Lindsey Grahams, you get your Mitch McConnells, you get your John Cornyns. We're going to stand up for your Second Amendment rights. We're going to stand up for you in Washington. They go and they campaign on that for one year, and then they spend five years in the swamp, which is really just a hot tub for them. They say it's a swamp when they're home in their district, and then they go in and they realize it's like a hot tub, and it's really comfortable. They just want to sit back and relax in their little swampy hot tub. That's what happens. Lauren Boebert's one of those members of Congress that actually promises something to her constituents and then does it. God bless Lauren Boebert. Somebody else who's super based, and this is Good News Friday, so let's go into some good news. Josh Hawley has introduced a measure to protect churches and pregnancy centers from radical activists. This, according to Breitbart, as well. Senator Josh Hawley introduced a measure Thursday designed to protect churches and pregnancy centers from radical pro-abortion activists. You might recall that this systematic terror network has gone through and firebombed and attacked crisis pregnancy centers whose only role is to sit there and help young women who may get pregnant and not sure what to do. In case you're wondering if Satan or literal demonic activity is arising in this country, there's your proof that these organizations are being attacked. The measure would ensure that pregnancy resource centers and religious facilities can successfully sue will receive no less than $20,000 up from $10,000, according to his office. The Prices Resource Pregnancy Center Defense Act is what it's called, would essentially strengthen the penalties for attacks on places of worship as well as pro-life pregnancy centers, according to the summary of a measure from Hawley's office. The bill would include increased criminal penalties for misdemeanors to a felony, first-time offenses, and increasing the criminal fine from 10000 to 25000 So you're going to take these unemployed, smelly, cheesy libs who think they're so badass attacking a pregnancy center in the dark of night. They think they're real, you know, real, real revolutionaries going there, taking, dragging their fat asses out of their mom's basements and like chucking a Molotov cocktail uh, at a empty crisis pregnancy center in the dark of night in the middle of, you know, Washika, Wisconsin. Yeah. You real, real badass, bro. Real, real amazing. You know, and, the, and then they, they get found out because they match the DNA from the Cheeto dust on the Molotov cocktail, to the Cheeto dust that's lit, like all over your fat rolls in the front of your face as you sit there and watch OnlyFans all day in your mom's basement, you freaks. Bunch of losers, these people. Anyway, good on Josh Hawley. I hope this becomes law, damn it. And it needs to happen because these people are just like petulant little feline virgin terrorists. Put them in jail, lock them up. Joe Manchin, somebody who shouldn't be locked up. There should be 20 more of them. Joe Manchin <laughs> saves America again, saying no to climate change and Biden's tax hike build back better. So what's happening right now is Democrats are going in for one more quickie, right? One more quickie before the world ends. The world's going to end when Republicans take back the House for a generation and maybe the Senate for a generation. We'll see. We'll see what happens in November, but it's not looking good for Democrats. Joe Manchin is stopping their last Hail Mary attempt because the way it works in election years, you got to spend time in your district. You got to pretty much uh, erode down the time that you can ha be in Washington and you have to vote in person in the Senate. So Democrats are trying desperately to give their senators time back in their home states to campaign. 
plus ramming through like the last dead corpse-like vestiges of the Biden agenda. It ain't working. It ain't working. And Joe Manchin just like drove that nail, that final rusty nail into the top of the coffin and build back better. According to the Washington Post on Thursday, Senator Joe Manchin told Chuck Schumer unequivocally he will not support the climate or tax provisions of Biden's failing attempts to pass Build Back Better. <laughs> it's like the Night of the Living Dead, this Build Back Better. This thing is like, it won't die. It won't die. They've tried so many times. It doesn't matter the rampant inflation. Inflation is caused by government spending too much money in circulation, too much money chasing after too few goods. That's how you get inflation. So the goods, this, you have only one of these, right? But if you have a bunch of dollars, you can pay more for more of this. And that's how you get inflation. The commodities are fixed and the dollar amount is infinite because the government controls the printing presses. That's how you get inflation. And thank God there's one sane Democrat on earth left. His name is Joe Manchin. Manchin has been at the helm of stopping Biden's $1.7 trillion climate and economic bill known as Big Build Back Better Act. The bill is much smaller than Democrats had originally pushed 3.5 trillion, 3.5 trillion of helicopter money. Helicopter money. It's just blowing, blowing with a gigantic hose that's like the kind of hose they fuel the rockets with, right? You see those hoses? You can like fit a man inside. It's just taking that hose full of cash and just blowing money into our economy, creating it out of nothing. It's insane. 9.1% inflation. Manchin's staff told the Washington Post, political headlines are of no value to the millions of Americans struggling to afford groceries and gas. God bless Joe Manchin. Manchin's spokeswoman, Sam Runyon, said in a statement, Senator Manchin believes it's time for leaders to put politics and their agendas aside and reevaluate and adjust the economic realities the country is facing. Manchin says that the country is on fire and that he's not going to discuss spending trillions in new spending. Manchin says his decision to reject the proposed package stalls government spending further, leaving Democrats struggling to go into the midterms. They have nothing to run on, nothing. They're going to say that they passed some inflation thing and they got like infrastructure, right? Infrastructure bill. Oh, the old infrastructure bill. Yeah, right. All right. You know what? Gas is a thousand dollars a gallon. Groceries are up a hundred percent. You ain't got nothing. You ain't got nothing. It's the destruction of the democratic party for the next hundred years. Mark my words and Steve Bannon's words. Add Gascon. Gascon. Last story for the day. He is getting recalled in Los Angeles. This is the George Soros prosecutor that has made Los Angeles a third world living hellhole. This guy should be barred from running for office for the rest of his life. Voters in Los Angeles have had enough of rogue prosecutor George Cascone's policies and is one step closer to showing him the exit. This according to the Washington Examiner. On Thursday, the recall Gascone team delivered 700,000 plus signatures of Angelinos to the Los Angeles County Registrar Recorder. Is that what they're called in Los Angeles? Angelinos? Cool. Didn't actually know that. I was born in Los Angeles. Didn't live there for long, but I was born in Los Angeles. I may be an Angelinos, although I'd never claim it. What was that? Angelino X. No. Angelino X. Yes, that's right. Angelino X. We have a uh, special coming out on Latinx. You guys are going to love it. Far exceeding the 500,000 signatures required to get Gascone on a recall ballot this fall. 
If those signatures are officially verified and over the threshold amount, Gascon will be on the ballot for recall as early as November, three months from now. If more than 50% of the voters vote to recall Gascon, he will be removed from office. Even in California, there is hope. That is why we do this show. Hope. Hope for the people. We have our priorities correct on this show. God, family, country. Even in California, there is hope. I tell you the truth. You can bookmark me saying this right now. Donald Trump could win 40 states. Look at the trends. Young people are abandoning Biden. Black people are abandoning Biden. Hispanics are abandoning Biden. Asians are abandoning Biden. Joe Biden essentially appeals to one group of people. It is the feline, feeble, shaking, still wearing a mask on their face and on their ass in their apartments, eating dinner for one, having their cats on their laps, white, suburbanite, overeducated, female voter. That is your Joe Biden voter. That's it. And you can't win an election with just that. Those people don't live in reality. They live inside of a hermetically sealed CNN, MSNBC bubble. They literally exist on Twitter with their little wave and Ukraine flags in their bios. They're the machine. They are just consumers of the machine. That's it. They're just consumers of the machine and they are the next thing. What is the next thing? The message. These people, they're broken-brained. They don't contribute anything to society, and you can't build a coalition off them. We are the ascendant. We are the populace. We are the ones who will carry forth the flame of freedom into the future in America, and we on The Benny Show will be marching at the front thanks to you. God bless you. Have an incredible weekend. God, family, country, born free men and women. And we're going to stay that way. My name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show.